0: How are you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Masconco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin' on
1: down the listening highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640, and HD Radio.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. And because I love you, my good listenership, we have a very special show. Very special show. And to my favorite turkey, Dean Young, welcome.
1: Oh, hey, it's great to be here always. I I just realized that it's Thanksgiving. Yes. Is that today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. I had no idea until you said that. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, thank you all for not making it obvious me. that we record a week in advance and <laughs> that I'm trying to pretend it's Sunday. But thank you, though. No,
1: I just forgot. In gen- what month is it? I I, 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 I right. never know. You don't don't know why? Because it's
0: JFL season. I know right. you're all whacked out. You've been. What was the last show you went to?
1: The last show, the final night, actually. I I, I went. I saw that Rory Scovel show here at the Royal in Toronto, where uh where Schumer Amy Schumer popped Shum- out. Yeah, Amy
0: Schumer popped in. I want. Yeah. Does that mean she's in the city? Go find her. She
1: was, but I don't like Vince, she wasn't go find doing her. uh she wasn't doing JFL42 this year, so I don't know if she was like here shooting something or just hanging out with Rory. They're good friends. Yes. So I, I don't know, but that was a good that was a good surprise. And that show was great by the way cuz I never really I don't know, I never I've seen Rory Scovel's stuff, but I was always kind of on the fence. I was like, I don't know if it's for me. That was bam. Oh man, that was a, an incredible show. It's a great
0: thing about JFL shows, you never know who shows up. When I go to the one in Montreal, Louis CK popped in on that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, you never know who's around, and then you get big, super mega starish people like Sugar Sammy. I can't speak. I'm sorry. Sugar.
1: What? Sugar. Sugar yeah. Sammy.
0: Let's it. Who's here <laughs> in studio? What's up? <laughs> oh yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been you. a long, long time. I know.
2: I know it's been a while.
0: I usually spend a lot of time on people's bios because I think it's something to be proud of. And you're an internationally touring headliner. You always pack. Wherever you go, I was uh, being at JFL every year, but JFL Montreal last year, mm-hmm. when you did the free outdoor concert, oh, right? Yeah, over a hundred yeah, thousand people. Crazy.
2: Yeah, that was because that's cool.
0: good value. Because if you go to pay sugar, yeah, you go to pay sugar. That's right. But when you got it free, yeah, everybody showed up.
2: Yeah, it was my grand finale. It was my finale of my Quebec tour. So I was doing that outdoors. It was fun. I could I could barely get to my own show. Yeah, because well, we were yeah, stuck in right, traffic. Right. Yeah. So they had to drop me off four blocks away. No. And security had to come walk me. Oh. I like, and I got, I took you know those Uber like you get that Uber and then there's, there's a higher Uber, Uber Select, oh, I think they yes. call it. Yeah. So like oh, I'm gonna get an Uber Select. Because it's going to be fun. This is my big finale. It's an outdoor show. The whole, like, a lot of people are going to come out. And, you know, I want to be seen getting out of an Uber Select. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you right. know, I've made it when you and I'm, when I'm able You're to get a select. Uber Select. Yes. Yeah. So then I took the Uber Select, and he had to drop us four blocks away anyway. Oh. So no one saw me walk out of there and security guys like, I'm coming to get you. And I had to walk back to, to my stage backstage. But it was cool. It was so much fun.
0: That's but, hard before a show, though. Like, I figure at your level at your point now do you have to get in a zone like sometimes i gotta get in a zone like yeah
2: you- um it depends like that you know if if a show's like uh already been if i've performed it a, f- a few dozen times or a few hundred times then yeah then it's like you know i could just jump on it and be all right but if it's like the first night mm. or the first yeah. couple nights then i gotta get in the zone for sure mm-hmm. or if it's a tv taping and it's like really important then you know yeah, for sure. You have that sometimes. People come backstage and they like try to drain your energy and like, yes. tell me what's your vision? About comedy, and they don't understand, they don't understand why. It.
1: Like you're not in a space where you're going right. to sit there and be conversational, right? Yeah. right. you're, like psyching up. Yeah, you're like, to this. hey,
2: listen, whatever you want after the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll yeah. hang out. Whatever you need, as many selfies, let's do it. <laughs> I'm there, but I got to deliver this show. They're like people who paid for this show. They're mm-hmm. outside, so I just need that little space. You know, then uh, yeah. you, I think once you explain it, people people get it. You know, yeah. and you just got to do it in a nice way. You just got to be like, well, well I'm a nice so, space.
0: yeah, I'm just surprised sometimes I get booked to to see a comic before and I'm the one who's like, it just happened once and I said are you sure? I prefer for them that I do it after. Because as a comic I get it and I can't. I I don't want to, I don't get too zony myself, but I do need that time like you said, right?
2: Yeah, you just need to be in kind of neutral space so your head Mm -hmm. doesn't get clogged with... uh, with different things, you know, and mm-hmm. you don't get, to, your energy doesn't get drained. You just want to be in like a neutral uh, space and you want to conserve energy. I also see, you know, you got to. So true. Yeah, you have to because you want to spend that energy on stage and then afterwards as much as you want.
0: Right. Well, th- this year you're hosting the JFL Comedy Tour.
2: Yeah. Hitty. No one come talk to me before the yeah. show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 12 cities across Canada in October featuring Alonzo Bowden, mm-hmm. which we know from Last Comic Standing. Yeah, one
2: yeah. of the best in the business.
0: He is, right? He has yep. so much respect, that guy, from comics and audiences alike. Love him. Love him. Isn't he tremendous? He's
2: amazing. And yeah. it's, like, it's cool to tour with guys like Alonzo and Gino's on the, on the tour Gino well. Brion, yeah. Gina Briant. These two, because I love touring with people who make you step up your game. And ah. these two make you step up your game. Yeah. You got to bring it every night. Otherwise, it shows, you know, so it's fun. You, to have that. Yeah. You're
0: the man. You're the headliner. You're like four language superstar. You do comedy in English, French, Punjabi and Hindi. Hindi. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. All of
2: Brampton's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> for the, for, it's, it's, it's empty. It's empty for this show. Yeah, yeah.
0: The last time we saw you was, uh, you You were kind enough to come by March 2016. It was a French only show you were doing That's here right. in Toronto. That's right. Last time I saw you. And then. At
2: the Bathurst Theater.
0: Yes. At the Bathurst Theater. That was packed. It was packed. Yeah. It was a great show. And then I was pressing you to see when are you coming back. And you're like, mm, 2017, I think I'm coming. And then bam. Here I am. Here you are. I told you. Um you you hosted two sold out galas at the GFL Festival in Montreal this past summer mm-hmm. and did a 40 show tour of the US. Yeah. A little light. Yeah, <laughs> me, you're not doing cocaine or what? No. Like, can I get you anything? Like, come no, on. That's, that's
1: the key that he's key. not. He's doing clean. Cocaine. Oh, I know. Yes. I know.
0: He's super clean. That's why I made that joke. Sammy, Sammy's known as that. Sugar's as dirty as you get. I think. That's right. Do you know we're next next door to Red Path Sugar, by the way? Oh, okay. I want to get a picture of you just standing in front of <laughs> oh, perfect and, of and the sugar barge. beach is here too, right? That's yeah. Sugar Beach. Perfect. Maybe you can eat some sand. We could do some. Okay. I don't know what Great. we're doing. Great. Well, ideas. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm a, like on a first date, nervous because. Um, He's a babe too. Sugar Sammy is here. This is here. our second date. This is this our, second date. our second date. Oh, you know what? Oh, 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 one more. And I have to start shaving my legs. I'm very excited. Sugar Sammy's here about his tour. Stay tuned to Inside Joke Special Edition Sugar Sammy on Talk Radio AM 640.
1: Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi.
0: <laughs> Welcome back. Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640, special edition of Thanksgiving. We're giving great thanks to great talents like our very own Canadian really? contentish Sugar Sammy in the house. Yes. Sugar. <laughs> As we sit next door to the Red Path Studios. Yep. No, it's not Red Pass Studios. It's Sugar Beach. But anyway, who cares? <laughs> Dean, you had a great question that had I not... We're on
1: fire today, yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I was talking to Sammy about, uh, you know, when he, last year at Just for Laughs, when he capped off his Quebec tour, but did that outside show, and like 115,000 people turned up. Just what sort of a, uh, you know, feather in your cap, what sort of a milestone that is doing that in your, in your hometown? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's a different energy, obviously, than, you know when you're doing a regular theater or or popping up at a show and doing new material and stuff like that
2: yeah i mean but the, i i enjoy them all yeah the fun part is to be able to 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 bounce between different types of venues and be able to do different types of shows. I think it makes you grow because you always got to adjust and adapt. You know, you either got to yeah. make your show bigger or just bring it back a little bit to, to make sure that you're connecting with an audience on a personal level. If it's a smaller club. Right. I just did a uh, secret show in Montreal. Where it was like 90 people a night. I did five of them. Oh, cool. And, and those were fun because it was like new material. And I was able to connect with everyone. It was like a jam session. Yeah. You know, like an, mm-hmm. those are fun because you get to grow, you get to grow your material. You get to, massage it, you get to, you know, put the little details in it that once you bring it to a theater they're all ready. Mm -hmm. So for me, I mean, um, every single type of venue, every single type of show is fun. I think in this in this business, sometimes you got to remind yourself that just being able to be on stage every day is a blessing in itself. Absolutely. Right. And so that that I keep reminding myself as well. So that's fun.
0: This is what makes you so unique and special because you're very grounded. This is one thing I learned about you very early on when I met you and see you around. I see you at the festival and stuff. And you're so uh, yeah, you've remained very grounded. You're like an international superstar are probably one of the best exports we have out of Canada in all genres not just comedy but music everything because mm-hmm. I don't think people really realize Take that Bieber
1: yeah <laughs> Justin
0: whom whom no but sometimes we lose sight kind of where it's at and um why do you think because you do have this vast following what do you why do you think you connect so well with audiences
2: um I think I connect so well with audiences because I care about the audience. I think a Mm -hmm. lot of times for me, it's about, there's a mix. I mean, for me, I need to make sure that when I go to a different country or a different city, I like to get to know them. Mm -hmm. I'm curious about them. I wanna know what the differences between them and myself are. And then that's where I build that bridge. And that's where I start writing material about them. But I also uh, really care that my audience, when they come and see me, Mm -hmm. when they come to a show, Uh, My fans are always number one. So that experience, the fan experience for me is always number one. Like they have to have the best time ever. Mm -hmm. It's important to me because I know how I I am with artists. When I go see someone, I went to see Prince Mm. play at Metropolis in Montreal, which was a 2000 seater. He came and did like a midnight show just to warm up for Paris, like kind of thing. He came (laughs) to the jazz festival. But I went, I was front row and I bought one ticket. Because I wanted to go alone, I didn't want someone to go. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink.
0: No, I'm like, no, you know, yeah. I
2: peed it all out that that day. I didn't have any drinks in me. I I'm like, I'm stand in the front because it was like standing room only, and mm-hmm. I'm not losing my spot. And I watched that concert. He went from midnight until 3:30 in the morning, oh, and yeah. seven encores. He came back for every single one. The only reason they closed down is because they had to legally yes and i was like i left that concert going i'm his fan forever and i'm like i want people to feel that way when they come to my show i want to give everything i can i want to make sure they have the best time and it's important to me that people feel that way walking out i paid 150 bucks for that show i was like i could have paid 500 and I would have been happy
1: yes well that's the interesting thing too like you know making yourself relatable i mean when you're hitting you're hitting like 29 different countries, you're pivoting back and forth between all these languages, Touring the U S it would be very easy for a comic at your level. That's playing all these sold out places all over the globe to just be like, Nope, I've got my hour. It's the same you know, and I'm just doing this until the tour is done. And that's it because it's exhausting to begin with, but to actually put in that effort to get to know each place specifically you're going to and try to connect with that specific audience night yeah. overnight and change it up. That's, that doesn't really happen, especially in comedy, right? How
0: how do you, well, and that's, I want to talk more about that after the break. I ask a lot of comics that because I find that so impressive. I think, I don't know if people realize how difficult it is to walk into somewhere in Asia and be able to connect there and in Australia and then back here in Toronto or Montreal. You know what I mean? That's completely different people. And uh, I want to know your trick.
2: Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, for me, the trick Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm Canadian. I think being Canadian, being oh, cool. from Montreal, you know, having that philosophy in this country where we're like not only inclusive and open to other cultures, we're actually appreciative of the differences. Yeah. That living around that, having that mentality makes you more open to other cultures everywhere else. So because I know my friends here who are like, you know, they're Lebanese or they're Greek and I know how they behave and what they say and what they do and how and why they have certain rituals when I go to these countries. It's so easy because I've built the connection already because of my friends here back home. And I feel like that's one thing we're lucky uh, that we have here in Canada is that environment where we're all learning from each other constantly and we have that appetite. You have Mm -hmm. to have that appetite to learn.
0: What a talent. Sugar Sammy right here learning a little bit how he does it so good. We're going to hear about more about Sugar Sammy and his uh, 12-city tour, part of the JFL Comedy Tour. Coming up next on Talk Radio AM 640.
1: This is K. Trevor Wilson.
2: You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine
1: eyewear.
0: We're back. Talk Radio AM 640 Inside Jokes. Do I just call you Sugar? Sure. We went through this last night. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, she yeah. wants to. You could tell anyways. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just always want to call a guy Sugar. Hey, Sugar. Yeah,
1: I, uh, I want to get back into what, what Sammy was talking about, how uh, it, Canada being such a melting pot. Because it's true, right? Because when people go to the States there's that whole pressure of like okay you're coming here and now you have to become mm-hmm. american you have to americanize in canada it's sort of like that is what we are especially here in, in toronto and in montreal mm-hmm. we're from like it's a patchwork you just come here and bring what you bring to the table and that's sort of it there is no becoming one generic canadian thing yeah. right i don't yeah, think it's we a have a big that. mosaic of mm-hmm. different
2: yeah. uh, different flavors yeah and for you know i think that's the reason why canadian comedians i've noticed always travel so well like you see comics from canada i think they connect the most in other countries like Mm -hmm. i'll see guys from you know mike wilmot does so well in england you know he kills it over there and he'll do well in australia and he'll do well in new zealand and he'll do well in south africa because he's got that he's able to create material that actually you know transcends Culture. He's able to do that. And you see that with others too. Steve Patterson, I think, when well, he went to Australia, mm-hmm. he killed it out there too. He went to Ireland. He's toured there. So, you know, these guys you see them do well pretty much everywhere. Like and you. Like, well, you're
0: yeah. so gracious talking about other people. Right. I'm gonna talk about you. Right. Because I'm gonna get those guys back on the show anyway. Right. We still gotta get Wilmot on, by the way. It's hard to nail man. him down because he's in UK back and forth, yeah. right? Yeah. Um and I see him at JFL. I, I wanna switch gears and ask you some. I mean, really important because there's so much that's been going on in the world, and this week in particular in uh, Las Vegas, uh, it was an outdoor concert with Jason Aldean, you know, another one with Adri- Ariana Grande a few months ago in Manchester. You do outside shows, mm-hmm. you're very well known. I mean, that could happen to any um, artist, yeah. And I just want to know your thoughts. And how, how do you, as an artist, when you hear that, do you not get scared? And for your fans, for you. How do you handle that?
2: Yeah, there's definitely a part of you, but you you you, you tend to also say, okay, well, you got to trust the fact that, like, um, you know, y- you got to perform out there. You know, you got to perform out there. You know, we we do have like more and more measures of security that are happening at these venues when mm-hmm. people come out. And if you have that on your on your brain all the time, you're just never going to leave the house. Yeah, that's right. You're, and yeah. you're never going to get yeah. on stage. So it's like, what do you do? You just go. You go. Okay. Well, I'm never going to go up there. I'll just you know stay in my house and write yeah. my material here, and then see what happens. No, you, you go out there and you, you 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 keep pushing. I mean, I've been performing in Paris for the last uh, year on and off. But I mean, in yeah. the beginning, it was scary. You'd like look yeah. for the exits. All right, where are the exits? <laughs> so you, yeah, yeah, you're doing it's that. True. You know, you're like, okay, the exits are there. If something happens. What's my exit strategy? Where you start planning wow. it, right? You think about that. And then, as you go on, you start forgetting, and you you're out there, and you're more free. And then I think that's better because then you don't want it to hinder that. But you do. You it's a, to be honest, you do think about it. You're on, we're only human. You have to think about yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know. And I think a lot of the the comedians in Paris. I was there when I left the day the attacks happened. The last time It was on November thirteenth, twenty fifteen. Wow. I, I left November thirteenth, and those attacks happened that day as I landed oh in Montreal. My gosh. And as I landed in Montreal, I just left Paris. And um, the following week, Parisian comedians were the first ones to go up on stage and say, okay, listen, we've gone through this. Let's heal together. We're going to do this, and we're inviting you out because it's our job also to make sure that we push that healing forward and I think that was interesting that was interesting to see Parisian comedians take the lead on that Mm -hmm. and say we you know it's our jobs come out you know a lot of them were doing free shows Mm -hmm. and stuff like that just to make sure that you know people started coming out Mm -hmm. again people 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 came out and they said yeah okay we're with you
0: it's like uh when you get in a car accident you have to get back in that car right away Mm -hmm. to drive a lot of people get scared away you can't otherwise it longer takes um and then we'll always be locked in our house like you said so yeah. I think that's very admirable. Um who do you like working with the most and who would you like to aspire to work with?
2: Wow. Um the thing is I haven't worked with a lot of comedians. I mean a lot of times we're headlining solo and then you'll have everywhere you go they'll have openers and stuff mm-hmm. for you. Um you know I've done the JFL tour before and the last tour I did was really awesome. So I'm looking forward to this tour. The last tour I did was coast to coast, really, like from St. John, Newfoundland, St. John's, Newfoundland, to Victoria, mm-hmm. really, ever from tip to tip. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really awesome. I was hosting it. Danny Boy was on it.
0: Oh, um, he's so good. Yeah,
2: he's really awesome. Uh, Alonzo was on it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Pete
2: Corriale. Uh,
0: oh, so Pete does a podcast with uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. I, I interviewed Pete before. He's yeah. fun.
2: Yeah, he he has this uh, this New York accent, it was, yeah. and it was so evident as soon as we landed in the Maritimes. That's where we started. <laughs> that's where we started. That's where we started the tour. So we go in, uh, we go into a restaurant, and everybody's ordering their food, and he's like, "Can I have a cheeseburger, medium rare?" <laughs> See, that's
0: even funny. Yeah. just like with his accent, yeah. you know,
2: a cheeseburger, and he has a high intonation. Yeah. can I have
0: a cheeseburger, medium rare?
2: <laughs> so, um, so that stuck out right away. He was on there. Godfrey was on there. Oh my gosh! And then uh, we had Steve uh, Patterson in the Maritimes, and then um, after that in the West we had uh, Gabriel Iglesias. It was such an amazing that's tour. Huge. It was such a great tour. So much fun. And you look back, you're like, wow. When is that going to happen again? Right, right. That so, was stacked. That's, yeah, a, stacked that's a stacked. tour That's a stacked. When was that? That was in 2010.
0: Wow. Yeah. And so, who who's left on the docket for you, or who to, that you want to perform with?
2: Man, um, I mean, I've already opened for Chappelle here in Massey Hall, 2006. Wow. I did two shows for, uh, I opened for, this was like right when I was starting to. crash yeah, yeah. And they threw me into that position, which was yeah. crazy. And then um, I'd love to work with Chris Rock for sure. I'd love to work with Bill Burr.
0: Oh my God. I'd love yeah. to work with Bill Burr. He was Burr. here at JFL 42 too. Oh my too.
2: God. I, it's like almost scary. I remember I was in LA. Uh, doing sets on at the Comedy Store, and I was doing a, a, a set at the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa Beach, and I was running over, and I was running late. I was in traffic, and the promoter's like, hurry, hurry, and I'm like, okay, I'm on my way, and then he's like, oh, we got someone to fill your spot, but you'll go on after him. So I'm like, good, I give the valet my car, I run in, and who's on stage? Bill Burr. Jesus, <laughs> and I'm like, jeez, and then That's and geez. then your heart sinks because yeah. like, okay, now this guy's gonna watch me, right? This guy's gonna yeah. watch yeah. me, and he's gonna look at me and go, what an amateur! Like, oh, you yeah, start right. thinking that, right? And then well, uh, and it was like, it was crazy, but it was fun. It's fun. I, like, I definitely want to work with those those people.
0: Sugar Sammy, you heard it here first. Wants to work with Santa Carusi. Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hear more about his JFL tour coming up. This is the extent up. of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under duress. Yeah. Uh, we'll hear more from Sugar Sammy after the break on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640.
2: Hi, this is Sugar Sammy and you're listening to Sandra Crusi on Inside Jokes showcasing the best in comedy.
0: Yeah. Talk Radio AM 640 with Sugar Sammy in the house. I'm so excited. <sighs> I'm yes. so excited. Uh, the big JFL tour, uh, he's um, hosting along with Alonzo Bowden, who I've had the pleasure of interviewing. Great guy, uh, great talent, and Gina Brion. You should have Gina well, on as well. I love her. Yeah. I would love to have her on. Yeah. Huge fan of hers yeah, she's as well. She's, uh,
2: she's exploding right now in the States. She's Is she? The, yeah, yeah? Yeah, she's okay. on... Uh, Kevin James's new show, yeah, that's right, yeah.
0: and that's on our uh, Global Television, which is our affiliate, part of go. course. We there we go, try yeah. that bad boy that right, ass. right in there. Yeah. So, speaking of televisione, um, that's French, right? No, no, no. le nope. télé,
1: not at all, not even. Oh,
0: shut <laughs> it, Dean. Uh, we were talking about Netflix, um, who we could say is responsible for the surge in comedy because. Mm-hmm um netflix is one of the first streaming sites really to really post a lot of these specials and so as consumers as viewers we got you know caught up and with what binge watching and and for netflix it's easy to produce a comedy special because low production costs so it's all profit for them and they have 50 percent of the eyeballs now and sugar sammy who is bigger than life doesn't even have to be on netflix That's because right. he does so well um but what do you think about the surge in comedy right now? What do you think is responsible for it, and where do you think it's going?
2: Well, I definitely think uh, we're in another golden age of comedy. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think uh, you know comedy is getting back to what it used to be in like you know the early '80s, late '70s, early '80s. It was starting to, you know, be a little bit everywhere. I think that's starting to happen with. All of the access to we have to all of the mm-hmm. stand up, yeah. this great stand up, yeah. as much on Netflix or YouTube or you know other platforms. But the digital world has opened comedy up, and people actually want to go out and see more and more shows, you know, and they want to see uh, they want to see quality shows as well. So they they're getting to become comedy connoisseurs. They can That's tell right. the difference between you know totally. uh, a, a really good comedian and comedians like ah, just kind of getting by, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're able to discern and they're able to. Uh, to To appreciate comedy as well and you see that like the more they watch the more they want to watch and they go out and it's become like uh, this thing where comedy clubs are, are
1: well, benefiting and from and even yeah. here in Canada like I think even you know the networks are finally starting to realize like oh here's a thing we can tap into you know and they're just yeah. giving all of these comics and all these content creators and they'll be like here yeah go make it we'll air it we'll stream it whatever it is we'll so put this on It's so refreshing though it like, is and I, and I feel like y- there's a lot of things responsible like you said it's another sort of golden age do you think also right now maybe especially in the last year or two uh you were talking about like the Charlie Hebdo shootings and all mm-hmm. this stuff going on do you think a lot of it is you know you log on to Facebook and social media now and it's like the world's melting and terrible things are happening every 5 minutes is comedy still just like this great form of escapism that people are seeking out right now like if you're in a comedy club if somebody's at one of your shows they can forget about what's going on in the world oh, for, for 2 sure. hours right for i mean
2: sure for sure. I mean, if you see what's viewed the most on the internet, yeah. it's comedy and sex, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Those are the two things. If we could find a way to combine that. <laughs> do you know I do a little joke like that? Sugar Sammy porn. Like yeah. yeah. Live like in the down, Netherlands. Down on Abbey. <laughs> That's great.
0: Or um, yeah. I do a whole set yeah. on why do not because I watch too much comedy and too much porn. And right. I do a little bit on that and, um, and uh, Big Banging Theory and uh, How oh, I Pet is. Your Mother. Do you remember that joke I did it a few years yeah, ago? Yeah. I think people got sick of it because it was my one joke. Wow!
1: Yeah, I know. Sam, Sammy's
0: rolling over <laughs> like he's going. Where that do I get, sign yeah. this girl up wow. to open for me? Because she's killing me right yeah. now.
1: Wow. The key is you have you have to have more than one.
0: Oh, shut your pot That's hole. like
1: the big industry secret.
0: Yeah. Um, so what, what's missing? Like, We talk a little bit about uh, on... Um, look at that. Dean made you laugh. A little silent giggle there. <laughs> Jesus. When we talk about Canadian content mm-hmm. um, and there's such a shift going on, what do you think is missing? What do we still need to do?
2: For Canadian content, I think we need to uh, make sure that we... Um shoot better specials here too, like in terms of the look, the yeah. feel of it. I think in Canada, I mean, there's like that, you know, missing where some no one said, production hey, value. hey, let's bring that production value yeah. up because we'll compete at an international level. Yes, Like the more that happens, the more I think internationally... If something from Canada goes on Netflix, it doesn't look strange compared yeah. to everything else on it. We got to yeah. compete at that level. I think Quebec's doing that really well. Yeah, I think I got to say one thing: Quebec knows how to produce yes. oh, yeah. and create things. They yes. get some of the best directors now who are becoming Hollywood directors. Uh, a lot of great things are shot in Quebec. All the Just for Laughs specials and gals are shot in Quebec. There's mm-hmm. a reason: the technical crews there and the producers. Have said, hey, we got to bring the value up a little bit, and I think that's key. I think we need to do that, and we need to stop almost, um, uh, you know, filtering ourselves and making ourselves feel like, oh, we're just Canadian, we're not going to compete at this level. And we've got to also now, as an industry, not just look at what's going on on CBC and what's going on on CTV and the Comedy Network, as an industry, you know, as a whole, we got to go, hey, now we're competing with everyone on every platform so let's raise that game together and make sure we're competing with what's being watched on HBO and what's being watched on Netflix you can't you can't force people to watch Canadian content but you can get them because they'll watch anything that's good if the quality is good if it's well written well put together they will watch it but if you can't say you got to watch this because it's Canadian we only force the you know our producers to create Canadian content because the government will fund it But if you want people to watch that content, make sure it's at that level because they're they're going to pick something else if it's not great. Everything's global
0: audience now anyway. Yeah. yeah. And you know, there's a lot of moaning sometimes from comics and me, (laughs) or it's like, we should have more and we should do, but it really comes down to good stuff, having good quality stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, material-wise, we have great c- comedians over here. Yeah, but you got to start thinking, okay, how do I put this out there mm-hmm. and compete with everyone in the world? Because that's my, my competition now.
0: Well, you've done that. Right. So it's funny you say that because you've done that very successfully and kind of on your own. There, there wasn't, you know, Quebec is a good market, and I think that, you agree that it's propelled you in many ways, yeah. but it's because of your talent. Because there's a lot of comedians out there too, right, right. with full living. So
2: yeah, I mean, I, I got lucky too. Oh. I think I had, you know, I, it's not just me. I gotta say, I got a great team surrounding me. and what a then, nice guy. Yeah, no, I do though. But you know, you, the thing is, you can't say you did it alone. You like everybody works so hard, oh. and I'm just the face of, you know, Sugar
0: so. Sammy. That's just why loving call him. Call him Sugar. You know, that's why. He's <laughs> so pour, pour some of that on me. Yeah. We're gonna hear more after the break on Talk Radio AM six forty.
2: Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway, and you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional.
0: Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. Uh, the food is here, so the, the interview is going to Sugar Sammy's here. The pizza's and uh, here. thanks to the Green <laughs> Urban Tavern here at Chorus <laughs> Key for giving us the good eats to feed my good Sugar Sammy friend. The pizza's here. The pizza's here. <laughs> Free pizza.
1: That's what the video wanna... all about in Canada. And That's about Hakeem it. Optical. And Hakeem Optical. Your eyes can have it all. At Hakeem you Optical. You thought they couldn't. They Did you can. know that, Sugar? Yeah. Your
2: eyes at can Hakeem have it. At
1: Hakeem Optical. Oh,
0: yeah. There you go. We just got a renewal from the client
2: yeah. for next year. <laughs> Can I do the remix?
0: Yeah. Habibi. Can you do it in uh, Hindi <laughs> and a couple other languages too? Sure, sure. You'd be a good... Do you endorse any products? No, I don't endorse Do anything. I need to start doing that? Just yeah. Just start I mean, a whole Sugar Sammy endorsement? Yeah. I don't influencer? know. Like I'm, you need that.
2: But. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I only want to endorse stuff that i really like you know yeah and that's the thing like you endorse this ketchup i'm like no it sucks (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna put it no name no No. i'm not gonna put it on my instagram no yeah no because it's like i feel like it's like oh you feel dirty doing it when it's something you don't like if it's something i like i'll probably i'll even do it for free yeah you know what i mean like if it's something i like i'll gladly like hey guys love this coat this is, these are great designers, they're here from, they're from Canada. go buy this this is amazing. It's a great product. they last long. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. But if it's crap, I'm not going to do that to my fans. Yeah, right. Got to be authentic too. Huh?
0: Well, I know it's true, and uh, because your fans would follow that. And when you start, you know, yeah. I, I have a bit of a too much of a sales background where I'm like, yeah, let's do product integration for no, comedy. But have, and but this is good stuff. Yeah, I just integrated the against the Green. Yeah, if it's pizza. good, if it's good, then yeah. you're gonna, then you're going to talk about it because. But yeah. if
2: like if like a, a, a crappy company sends you stuff, you're going to be like, oh, I can't tell my followers to to eat that. They're going to hate me.
0: Yeah. That's right? your responsibility. You right. have a big following. Yeah,
2: in. And you'll and you'll lose them. You'll lose them. They'll be like, oh, I don't trust her anymore. That's right. You know? Yeah. But they trust you because this is good stuff. It's good stuff. Look at that pizza.
0: Oh, pizza. The pizza's here. You know what else has a big following? The interpretive dance community here in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. On the break, I was talking to you about um, kind of how we're getting together as a com- uh, comedy community mm-hmm. and working on a couple of things and I was talking to you about it uh, because comedy's not deemed art in Canada. And uh, in order to access some of the grant money, we need a deemed art form. Yeah. And so you brought up this great video, um, a Sun News interview about the Margie Margie Gillis Dance Foundation. Right. And they were interviewing a, a performer, and the interviewer was a little harsh, yeah. kind of challenging her as to, you know, it was, why do you get all this grant money? What yeah. do you really do? Well,
2: the validity of what she does, right? It's yeah. like, okay, how is this an art form? But that's why I, my, I was just bringing up the point. I was like, I'm sure somewhere down the line, if we get grants as comedians people like how's that right art you know yeah and you know some of them could be interpretive dancers going
0: how's that art yes oh for sure they don't even move we are be cutting we'll yeah. be cutting into their 10 trillion yeah. dollar grant money that they get and, they and just, it's
1: a different conversation too right because it's like that's so subjective exactly all we should be doing is like what is this money getting used for? That's Uh, it, right?
0: But I want to ask, Sammy, what do you think our contributions as comedians are? Because I have an answer to that. But, you know, you you do change public opinion. When you say something, mm -hmm. I'm picking on you right now, but when you say something, you know there's a responsibility to what you say. Exactly. If I tell people, go to Hakeem (laughs) Abdelka, Habibi, they'll go, right? (laughs) Oh, they love you now. (laughs) They better throw a sack of cash at you for that. Um makes the,
2: <laughs> the sugars that um, so no, I think uh with us here's here's what I think as well. I think not only uh do we contribute artistically, mm-hmm. I actually think comedy is a viable business, meaning if we get grants as comedians, comedy is uh an art form where people actually without even You know, having any grants or anything, they'll go and buy tickets for it. Like, you know, Just for Laughs does well. Mm -hmm. All of these comedy specials are doing well. Comedy is an art form that can actually generate money for the economy, meaning it'll be a good investment for the government to say, let's put grants into this because Mm -hmm. it'll create more jobs and it'll create a profit and it'll create, you know, and these profits will end up paying taxes. So it'll pay itself off in a way, you know. So it's not only a great art form, I find it's also. Lucrative. an art form that could be lucrative and could pay itself back in dividends. You know
0: we were talking about the election. and uh, well, and I was saying how I think when um, comedians went on stage and if they chose the Trudeau side, You know, which they did, because I saw it on social media. And Trudeau and all their people were very open, but we just don't have the marketing dollars that the Harper people do. Mm -hmm. But somehow they won a campaign. And much like what we saw with Trump, who says it was all social media, with Trudeau was all the support, I think, a lot of people like comedians who went on stage. And uh, Dean, you said even there was videos made to support Trudeau from comedians. Yep. There was a whole...
1: There was this whole series of them that went viral. and, and, And it was like in that final stretch of the election. So like the last couple of weeks leading up to the mm-hmm. when people were going to the polls and I think it did make a difference. Well, yeah,
0: because on his platform was all the money he was given to the arts community and so we just don't see it as comedians. But we'll talk more about that in upcoming shows <laughs> now that I took it a little bit of a shot. <laughs> yeah. Although they love that. But Sh- shots fired. Shots fired. No, but you made a good point backing up like comedians were all a bunch of big mouths. We swear. And I think that's what the perception is sometimes. Yeah, and
2: that's got to change because yes. I actually feel and I think public opinion is starting to shift where people are saying, wow, comedians are actually you know really good artists as well you mm-hmm. know they're doing something where there's a message behind it it's philosophical it's That's social right. it's totally political is. yeah so you can't negate that there's something to be said about that i think there's a it's definitely a, a fight worth fighting for
0: and you're a super clean comic too which proves you know with all your stardom internationally it proves that you could still be very clean and it's not like some of the old stuff from the old days we saw that insulted people that you actually engage people yeah with comedy which is the new way to go
2: yeah but even the guys who swear some of them are you know you still love some of those guys there's still a Bill lot Burr. of mer- Bill, bill's awesome love well, i
1: him. think even just right now especially there's probably nothing we need more right now than commenting on our own society right oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's how the we get change there is yeah
0: well we're talking here with sugar sammy on inside jokes more after the break on talk radio am 640 mm-hmm. Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly garvey Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's tip I'm calling, know what you want and get it. Although the media today is talking about a market downturn... Good properties are selling fast with interest from multiple buyers. In fact, I just experienced an offer night with seven bidders. So make sure you do your research, know what you want and can afford, know what good value is, and strategize with your realtor to get it. Call or email me today to do it. I can help you. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra.
1: Now back to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640 at HD Radio.
0: Talk Radio AM 640, Sugar Sammy, you've been so much fun today. Yeah, it's been awesome. We've covered a lot of ground as you uh, start your JFL Comedy Tour, hosting it with Alonzo Bowden and Gina Brion. Gina Brion. And you're very excited. Uh, Where's the first stop? Where are we going?
2: Uh, We're starting in Surrey, B.C.
0: Nice. Yeah,
2: Surrey, B.C. all the way, and it ends in Kitchener.
0: Ontario, nice. There we go, yeah. When, and how, we're going right through the fall.
2: Yeah, no, we're going, it starts October 13th and ends October 28th. It's a 15-day tour. 13 shows wow. in 15 days. 12 <gasps> cities. We're going to be on a flight almost every day. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. You
0: need lots of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> you need, that's good. Yeah. No, it's hard. People don't know how hard it can be. Yep. Um, so we're very grateful that you're here and all the work you do. Thank you. With your, um, where can we buy your stuff? Uh, go to my website,
2: triggerSammy.com. Everything's there. All the links are there. Just go there. That's the uh, gateway to everything.
0: Mm-hmm. And for tickets for the JFL show, go to ha ha dot com. Yeah. Um, we've been talking a lot of HaHa in the past few weeks. We have.
1: It's like Just for Laughs in Montreal and yes. the Toronto Festival here, JFL 42. S- you got to say it's a
2: fun festival. Like It it adds such a dimension to our industry here. Like Take mm-hmm. Just for Laughs out there's a big gap in
1: the oh in the, in the Indian. It is. And it's like a star Canada.
0: maker. Yeah. It's a star maker. It
1: is. And I mean that's kind of our entire summer leading into the fall here in yes. Canada. That's our comedy calendar, right? JFL wow. kind sets of sets it
0: up. Does yeah. Does it
1: all. So comedy is a real art form. Yes, that's right. Getting back to it.
0: You heard it here uh, from one of the biggest talents we have coming out of this country. So proud of Sugar Sammy and all the work. And uh, congrats on the tour. Buy your tickets at com. Um, And thanks again to Hakeem Optical and Against the Grain. Uh, Habibi! That's the new slogan for (laughs) Hakeem Optical, the new uh, cell line. Thanks to Sugar.
2: Hi, it's Techie Tom, and it's time for your weekly listings.
1: Don't miss the Just for Laughs Comedy Tour hitting twelve cities across Canada this October. Check out hahaha.com and see our own Sandra Carusi live with Evan Carter, October twenty-first at the Irish Club in Mississauga, and check out Tindertales.ca for upcoming shows in Toronto and Vancouver. Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chato, and we're from the comedy troupe, The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show, Frantic Times, or our TV show, The Frantics, Four in the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times! It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search the Frantics Podcast and start downloading the best of Frantic Times. Boot to the head!
0: And now for your comedy RX, this week featuring Sugar Sammy. You guys, Atlanta,
2: you guys must love rap, right? Here? Like this is a big hip-hop uh hub. Ooh. Fans of rap. Mark, you like rap? what do you like? What do you like? Ludacris, yeah, Ludacris, who do you guys like? You like rap? You were clapping? Usher. Usher, Usher that's rap for you? <laughs> white people are laughing at this, white people. Look at this. Look at this, look at these people. They all have B T. they know this is wrong. Sir, so you like rap? Who's your favorite rapper? Gwen Stefani? Gwen Stefani? <laughs> you... you guys like rap? You like rap, sir? Sure? Don't, don't, you don't have to lie to sound cool. If you, don't want, if you don't listen to rap, you don't have to. You like rap? What's your name, sir? Dave. Dave do you listen to rap? Sometimes. Sometimes. Not actively. <laughs> right. You've accidentally <laughs> run into rap in your car. <laughs> while trying to find the Barry Manilow station. Like, oh. <laughs> what? It could happen. <laughs> so, Dave, you like ra- a little bit? A little bit? Who do you like? Who do you like? Eminem. Eminem, see? rapper, White rapper, but still a rapper. That's an acceptable answer right there. Vanilla ice could have worked. Just because they're black doesn't mean they're rapping. Denzel
0: Washington Denzel. thanks to Dean Young and oh, the crew man. here today Alicia and uh, Julia and Vince thank you and we'll stay tuned for next week on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640